0: Hello and welcome to the penultimate team review for the 2022 World Cup in Qatar. We have completed 30, we are on 31 of 32. Liam, it's Portugal, how are you doing?
1: Glad to still be here. <laughs> we've uh, we've almost made it. The end is in sight. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I feel like we know each other well enough now. Over ten hours of, of football chat between us, on top mm. of um, our, our previous interactions with Axom and previously with with Celtic Down Under. I'm going to be honest. You've worn a number of shirts. That is my mm-hmm. least favorite.
1: It's a very uh it's a very marmite shot this one. People either love it or they hate it. Um funnily enough, there's a bit of a story behind how I came to own this. Um, Excellent.
0: So just before I you do that, was it was it is that Russia twenty eighteen that one?
1: Uh, might be, yeah. It's either it's either Russia eighteen or, or Euro twenty twenty. I'm not sure which. I right. think it might be Russia twenty eighteen. Right. Um, Back on. But um yeah. Basically, one night, I was watching some random football and talking to my dad on on the iPad, as I I'm, as I'm, want to do. Excellent. And uh had a few beers. And he was like, oh, son, I saw this great top. I've got to, I've got to show you the other day. And I was like, right, OK. And I had a look at it. And it was like, oh, it's a Portugal shirt. And I thought, that looks a bit, mm, I don't know. And he's like, no, no, that's a good one. That's a good one. And I was like, oh, all right, fine. I'd had a few drinks, so I ordered it. And uh, yeah. when it arrived, I was like, "Oh dear." Um, might have a uh, might have jumped a boat, <laughs> jumped, jumped, uh, jumped a bit too quickly with this one, but uh, yeah, it's here now. I'm wearing it, so uh, here we go. <laughs> you, you, I should never have
0: doubted you. You were right. That is Euro twenty twenty one. That is not Russia twenty eighteen. So there you go. Hmm. Um, but. Uh, listen that's the joy of of shirt collecting you never know what you're going to end up with and why you're going to end up with it and it's the the stories behind it that make the difference as much as the shirt themselves i'm actually thinking of i've found online a subscription service where you can sign up for a particular nominal fee a month and they will send you a random football shirt from any league in the world and you don't know what you're getting until it gets there
1: See, there's always a danger you would get Rangers or Lazio, so I'm like, I don't know about that. Well,
0: (laughs) well, you can specify clubs that you don't want.
1: All right, well, that's interesting, actually. So, yeah,
0: yeah. so, yeah, I, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, there's a bit of me that, uh, don't tell anybody, there's a bit of me that would quite delight in having a Brian Loudrop shirt, but... It is my guilty pleasure. I have. To I
1: I I have got two Michael Loudrup shirts, so I'm not going to dispute that.
0: No, Excellent. I do I yeah. do remember my brother, um, when we were much much younger, refusing to buy a Real Madrid shirt that had Loudrup on the back because he couldn't <laughs> conceive of the fact that there was two people called Loudrup playing. Um, uh, but uh, the less said about that, the better. Um, let's get back to talking about Portugal. Obviously, um, not exactly the 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 blowaway start. Uh, to this World Cup that everybody was expecting It took a Ronaldo mm. penalty As well as a couple of other goals for them to Eke out a 3-2 win over Ghana um, What did you make of their performance Are you on the side of well they've obviously Got the firepower to score three goals or Are you more concerned about their defence Where where do you sit
1: To be honest I think it's it's mostly Down to the fact that Ghana were much better Than people expected them to be um, yeah. Portugal included And <clears throat> um, I think they made the classic uh, Eurocentric mistake of underestimating an African team, and they they very nearly got their got their backside handed to them as a result. Absolutely,
0: um, um, and and you know it could happen again, but we shall see. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things I wanted to bring up just to, to to make a point that I think is worth making is is the history of Portugal at the World Cup. Now, I personally think of Portugal as one of the football and superpowers but the but the the record wouldn't wouldn't suggest that they had a third place finish in 1966 i believe that would have been around the time Eusebio was playing yes
1: um, yep.
0: then didn't qualify between 1970 and 1982 a singular group stage exit uh, at Mexico in 86 to so only two world cup finals appearances before 2002 which absolutely blew my mind to be honest cuz growing up in the 90s you know, think of the players that were Portugal players at that time. Rui Costa, a young Luis Figo, um, Fernando Couto, uh, Vitor Baia. You know, lots and lots of fantastic players, but it wasn't until 2002 that they became a regular fixture in the in the in the in the, in the World Cup uh, final stages. But even then, only a fourth place finish in Germany in 2006. And apart from that, they've really been kind of also runs. Are you surprised looking at that record to see how relatively poor it's been considering the, the threat that
1: people feel like they pose at World Cups well the thing is when I think back on it I don't remember them being at that many Euro Championships when I was a kid either they, mm-hmm. they, they were definitely not at Euro 88 or Euro 92 two. Don't I don't think they were at Euro 96
0: let me just see if I can pull that up while you're talking um, um,
1: they, they, were, they were at Euro 2000 because they beat England 3-2 after being 2-0 and, and down, that was a great game yeah yeah um, but uh, yeah, I, I, they're not that great at European Championship level until recent times either. Yeah, um,
0: I, I think it's I think it's difficult with these teams because and, and one other their their one other point I wanted to make was how much of that last run do you think is down to having a player of Ronaldo's quality? Is too much of their their recent success, including obviously that Euro two thousand and sixteen win. Is too much of that put down to Ronaldo, do you think? Or there, has there been a general increase in the in the quality of Portuguese football over the last 20 or 30 years?
1: Look, Ronaldo is arguably the best player of his generation. Um, mm-hmm. So he's obviously going to have an impact whoever he plays for. But I think that the Euros now with, tw- you know, with, with having as many teams as it does now, it used to, back in the 90s, it was only eight teams, believe it or not. The first time Scotland qualified for the Euros, there was only eight teams in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but these days, to win a tournament like that, you can't be a one-man team. You've got yeah. to have a good unit. And yes, Ronaldo was undoubtedly the star man. Um, yes, he is... Uh, the mo- probably the most naturally gifted player Portugal's ever produced, apart from, in my opinion, Eusebio. Yeah. But yeah. um, but I think that uh, there's more to it than just Ronaldo. And to give him his due, Ronaldo himself has frequently said that as well. You know, he, <coughs> is, he is not Portugal. Portugal is a team, so.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um. um so just for clarity, this is their record at the European Championships. One appearance in 1984, uh, solitary appearance before be finally becoming regular appearers at the at the finals of the European Championships from 1996 onwards. Right, um, right. O- obviously remember a certain George Cadet playing in that 96 squad, if I remember rightly. Um, mm-hmm. Reached the semi-finals at Belgium and Netherlands in 2000. Reached runners-up status at their, on their own soil in in 2004 quarterfinals in Austria and Switzerland in 2008, semifinals again in, in, in Poland and Ukraine, and then champions in 2016, uh, a disappointing round of 16 and in, exit in, in 2021. Um, But I wonder if, I wonder if what it is about the European championships that suits them better, perhaps the calibre of teams they're up against or the size of the tournament, I don't know.
1: I think it's predictability because they've got a good idea of who they're playing against. Whereas when they go up against a Ghana or a South Korea, it's going to be players they're unfamiliar with.
0: Yeah, yeah. You would think... You would like to think they do a bit more research than that, but, uh, but you know, the evidence doesn't suggest so. So. We, we... Well, I'm
1: sure the coaching staff do, but the players probably don't.
0: <laughs> probably the, not. That's
1: the issue.
0: <laughs> um, we'll go ahead and look at the squad for, for Portugal. Um, mm. So, looking at the goalkeepers, I've got to say, I mean, Rui Petitio is probably going to be the, the first, first pick for, for for Portugal between the sticks. Mm. But I always think of the Portugal keeper being a relatively high-profile player, and I wouldn't say in this case that that's, that's held true. Um, am I being unfair there, considering he does play for Roma?
1: I mean... To to be a bit hurt. now, don't get me wrong, he was a superb goalkeeper, but how much of Vitor Baia's presence was down to his personality rather than his goalkeeping ability. True, true. Um and that's the guy you think of when you think Portuguese goalkeepers, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um so I think it's more a case of him leaving such a huge impression that any keeper that comes after him is going to be seen as a bit of a minnow, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's fair, and that's probably a, a, a good place to leave it as far as the goalkeeper chat goes. Um, looking at the defence, I mean, probably about as star-studded a defence as you'll come across in the entire tournament. You've got mm. Antonio Silva. I hate to bang on about it, but another darling of football manager. He's a bit of a wonder kid in this year's uh, this year's <laughs> game. So um, people will be looking out to see if he makes a he makes an appearance. You've got Pepe, obviously playing in what will probably be his last World Cup. Uh, Ruben Dias and João jo Cancelo of Manchester City. Nobody needs reminded of their quality, neither do they re- need reminded of Nuno Mendes's quality. Diogo Dalot of Manchester United has played himself into this squad thanks to being one of the only standout players during uh, Eric Ten Hag's reign at Manchester United. Rafael Guerrero, I, I'm a huge fan of, as a follower of Dortmund. I think he's been a fantastic addition to them and certainly one of the most dangerous fullbacks in the game. And Danilo Pereira of Paris Saint-Germain again playing at, at the highest level. So um mm. really when you look at that, one of the strongest defensive lineups in any squad in the World Cup, you would have to say.
1: Yeah, especially for a team that historically are not noted for being Particularly strong defensively. We always think about their midfield and their attack
0: mm-hmm. more than
1: we do their defence. But no, that that is a very very formidable backline. There
0: probably um, shocks you then to see that they did concede two goals against Ghana, and probably says a lot about Ghana as we'll cover in the next game and the threat they could pose to other teams.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, as I say, I think I think last night's result was more down to Ghana exceeding expectations than Portugal falling below expectations.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's fair to say. Uh, Moving on to the midfield, the star-studded nature of it doesn't stop there. Um, We've got Vitinha of PSG, we've got William Carvalho of Real Batiste, Bernardo Silva of Manchester City, Jao Mario of uh, Benfica, Bruno Fernandes of uh, Manchester United, Ruben Neves and Jao Paulina, and uh, Matias Nunes, uh, that little um, Portuguese enclave just in the English Midlands, and then Otavio of Porto. The aye. one thing that's standing out to me is there's plenty of goals in that
1: midfield. Haven't seen that many wolves in one place since Game of Thrones ended. <laughs> <laughs> um, aye, uh, yeah, it's um, aye, it, it's a good lineup, and um, it's funny because Wolves are kind of doing with Portugal what Celtic are doing with Japan in the sense that they're um just plucking the best young players from there and putting together a very good unit. Um, yeah. Listen, Uh, if if
0: success continues the way it has, bring us more Japanese players, because I, for one, will... uh... I had a little bit of a cry last night, actually, because um, I was opening stickers for the Panini Sticker album with my nephew, and we got Kyogo out of the latest pack to go in our Japan squad. it's a wee
1: shame.
0: And and he said, oh, Kyogo, Kyogo! And he's got Japan in the sweepstake as well. Aye. I was saying, oh, but he's not at the World Cup. Was, oh, okay. Hmm. I've I have to say it was a sad moment, but we hmm. but we, we stuck him in and said, You're in our squad, don't worry about it.
1: And uh, he will he will play a role for Japan in the years to come, I'm sure. So don't, I'm sure. don't worry about
0: that. I'm sure. Let's move ahead to the strikers for uh, Portugal. We've got Cristiano Ronaldo says Manchester United there, obviously since this article was written. <laughs> His uh, his uh, contract with the club has been mutually terminated off the back of, well, basically that's what happens when you speak to Piers Morgan. João um, no. Felix of Atletico Madrid, nobody knows, reminded of his quality, absolutely one of the best talents to come out of Portugal in the last twenty years. Uh. Rafael Leal of AC Milan, Ricardo Horta of Braga, Goncalo uh, Ramos of Benfica, and Andre Silva of RB Leipzig. I would say probably Cristiano Ronaldo and Jal Felix are the two most high profile and most likely to play up top, but I would give a mention to Andre Silva after what we've seen of him for RB Leipzig as well.
1: Yeah, um I'm probably gonna say something a bit harsher about Ronaldo here. Um and it's not just because he spoke to the uh you know, the journalistic equivalent of syphilis that is Piers Morgan, but um yeah. he uh if he was any other player on his current form, in his current situation, he would get nowhere near a World Cup squad. Yeah. So, I think that now, fair enough, he scored last night, but I do think Ronaldo is there at the moment, largely on past reputation rather than current performance. So, although people say he's one of the all-time greats, whatever, in my mind, in this World Cup, in this Portugal squad, he has got a lot to prove.
0: Yeah, I would say so. Um, I... The thing I can't stand about him, I can't stand it, is the way he shouts from the bench for Portugal when he's on the bench. Leave that to the manager. No, I don't I, no. like. I I hated it. I, and you know the reason I really hate it is because I don't think it's him doing what he wants to do for the good of the team. It's purely to feel involved, so, so that Sorry. when they do have success like they did at Euro uh, twenty sixteen, he can say, "Well, I wasn't on the pitch, but I did this."
1: You know. Aye, um, um, with with top-level sportsmen, and it's not just football, but top-level sportsmen in general, there is a fine line between brilliance, genius, and arrogance. And when Ronaldo does some of the things that he does on the pitch, it's definitely on the side of genius. But when he does things like that from the sidelines, which is clearly not, that's him clearly going above his station, um, that is arrogance. And that yeah. that's that's destructive, um, you know. And uh, the thing is, um, I always remember something that my dad used to say about when we used to watch boxing every Saturday night back in the nineties. Chris Eubank <coughs> went yeah. something like thirty-five fights unbeaten, and it was one of them. I hated him because I was just wanting somebody to knock him down, but he kept winning, he kept winning. And, you know, the funny thing is, now looking back on it, he's one of my favourite boxers of all time because the yeah. guy was just incredible. And um, my dad you know, said, There's, a, yeah, lot, there's
0: a lot of people say that about Stephen Hendry and Snooker. Not a very likeable guy when he was a player, but looking no. back on him, an admirable player in terms of his, his
1: sheer determination and his will to win. Exactly. Exactly, and um, as my dad said about Eubank, it's only arrogance if you lose. Uh, the problem is, in recent years, Ronaldo has started losing. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, not just football
0: re- matches. He's mind, if anything. Yeah.
1: I, well. Yeah. Um, the more the more he acts a big shot without the the skills to back it up, the more it looks like arrogance and less like ability, which is a shame because he's in danger of tarnishing his legacy. Yeah. If he
0: doesn't get his act together. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. That there is a possibility, if the groups work out the way that they might, that it mm. could be a Portugal Argentina final. It could be a face off between Messi oh. and Ronaldo. <laughs> now, I will be looking out whatever Argentina shirt I can find in that instance. Mm-hmm. Um, but my goodness, what a mouthwatering prospect that would be.
1: Aye. On the other hand, it could be Saudi Arabia and
0: South Korea the way things are going at this World Cup. So you <laughs> who know. knows? Who knows? <laughs> I think I'm now. I'm now also rooting for Japan because even if Kyogo's not there, if Maeda's there, um, and given the the Japanese contingent that we've got at Celtic Park, it would be wrong of me not to say that that we want them to do well as well. So, um, yeah. yeah. I don't know what the I don't know what the Japanese version of "Come on Japan" is. Uh, it's not "Vamos Japan," but uh, yeah, "Gambare,
1: Gambare, Nippon."
0: Excellent, "Gambare Nippon." <laughs> I love that. Right. Mm. Anyway, back to Portugal. Just to close out the conversation, we've obviously seen that they've had that win over um, over over Ghana. Um, you can say what you want about the quality of it, but a win is a win, especially at a World Cup. Mm. Um, Where do you see them getting in the group? Can they qualify, considering they've got a very, very tricky tie against uh, Uruguay, followed by an equally tricky tie, some might say, against Korea uh, to close out the group? Are they going to make it out of this group?
1: I think they'll make it out of the group. Uh, I'm not sure if they'll win the group, but I think they will make it out of the group. Um, But this is, as we talked about previously, probably the most open group Uh, in the tournament because for me any team could win it and any team could finish bottom yeah it really is that open um because Ghana showed enough last night to to suggest they're going to give Korea and Uruguay a game and by the same token Portugal look as if they could be got at by a team that does their homework properly so um yeah that Uruguay Portugal game is going to be fascinating and if Korea can get a result against Ghana Going that last game against Portugal with a chance of getting through, that is going to be a, a a magnificent um round round off to that group.
0: Absolutely, it will be. Um, let's um, let's say they do get out of the group Portugal. Where hmm. does their uh Where does their World Cup dream end for you?
1: Uh, quarterfinals. Quarterfinals.
0: Pretty standard fare for Portugal, I would yeah. say, but I don't think they would be happy with them.
1: Unless they come second in the group, in which chance they could get bumped in round two. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. But we'll we'll see.
0: We'll see. We shall see. Um, Thank you very much for joining me for this one, Liam. Uh, We have one more team to go in this World Cup, at which point we will do a a review of of Group H um, as a whole um, and a little bit about your thoughts about how the World Cup's gone so far now that we've had the first round of matches as well. Um, Thank you very much for joining me. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Please don't forget to look at the the playlist that we've got of all the World Cup previews. We're not entirely sure how the coverage is going to, what shape it's going to take for the rest of the World Cup, but rest assured there will be some more videos between now and the final anyway. Um, Liam, thank you for joining me and I'll see you next time for one more video. See
1: you then, thank you.